Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. My eyes don't look like that. Try to calm down, Holly Beth. so quiet <laughs> so tiny hold on hold on uh, ah. okay so yours had the satisfying sound ah, guess who hasn't done any arm workouts over quarantine or <clears throat> and you mean during our like break yes yeah so it was incredibly difficult for me to open this can just now <laughs> and not just because i was always weak heavens no uh, okay oh boy. so wow hello i can't believe it's been eight weeks since we last spoke it's been forever and a day eight weeks four four weeks, weeks. <laughs> six weeks forever what is time time is a contract it's, it just fe it feels like years Kaylee. it does it, it really does well and oh boy. i'm super glad that we drink on this show because it's been it's been a few weeks, man. It's been some tough ones. Kaylee's had a rough <laughs> few weeks. Kay Kaylee's Kaylee's really my hero right now. Um, it's 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 been a time. Yeah, it's been um really a little bit trying. Um, you know, yeah. It's but it's okay. We're all good. Um, mm -hmm. I am. I treated myself to a nice bottle of Patron. Oh. So that is what I'm actually going to be drinking tonight. But I mean, essentially, you deserve this. Um, yes. You know, it's really fun when you're like, kind of like your whole heart kind of gets ripped out, uh -huh. and you're yeah. like supposed to, Super and fun. you're like supposed to be on vacation <laughs> right now, and you're not. Um, uh -huh. But you know, I'm a big believer that you know everything happens for a reason, and you know this will all make sense at some point. It just kind of sucks right now, but um, mm -hmm. but on a lighter note, guess what? What I have a full time job with benefits. Oh yeah, yes. I Beautiful. I work with high schoolers all day in person. It's wonderful. I love them. They're very funny. Oh. They asked me to adopt them, but you know, that's cute. <laughs> I had oh. to tell them no, but um, kids, am I right? Yeah, right. Uh, Cami, what <laughs> is what updates do you have for me? It's been so long. The seasons have I... changed. It's it's winter apparently now. It was summer a couple days ago, but mm -hmm. now it's winter. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Chicago. Uh, it, I'm uh, like doing the exact same as I was four weeks ago. I had a decent Halloween. Um, okay, good. It's just such a fucking bummer, man. I'm I'm just so <sighs> tired of not doing anything. I'm so I'm getting so bored, just like going through the motions of life. And maybe I should just thank my lucky stars that I, like, don't have anything really big going on. Sure. But at the same time, I, uh, I don't know. Well. I think everybody feels the same way right? that I do, though. We all feel just, like, exhausted, but we're not doing anything. It's, it's you know the burnout. I mean? It's the COVID burnout is what I keep seeing. <sighs> um, Sucks. Which is, you know, I, I texted you yesterday, but just kind of thinking about it. It's like, okay, it's almost been a year since we did our, like convention together oh my god it has yeah and it's super what was that the last weekend in november yeah 
because it was right before my birthday. Oh, God. Yeah. And um, And now we can't go. Right. And so so this episode comes out after this event has happened, but anybody who's listened to the first two seasons or anything ever, you guys know how much I love Scream. Yes. And um, they are doing a cast reunion. And I bought a ticket. And so I get to watch it from the comfort of my home on Saturday. I'm very excited. It's kind of the little treat to myself because, again, like I said, I was originally supposed to be on vacation this weekend. That's not what happened. So it's it's a it's a close mm-hmm. second. It's all it's all good. I'm excited to kind of have like a convention vibe without leaving my house. Yeah, which is the safest way to do it. Um, I was uh, so the the convention that we went to together last year was uh, Days of the Dead, mm-hmm. and. Um, for the, for those of you who don't know us in real life, and uh, <laughs> a, 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 a week ago, two weeks ago, they posted on their Facebook page. They were like, "Sorry, Illinois canceled," and there were like so there were a bunch of comments that were just people like, "Oh, what? What? Are you kidding?" I was like, "Are you serious?" Mm-hmm. I'm 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 perplexed that anybody like wants to go to a convention bad enough to actually go to one. Right. Um, right now, especially right now, there were a lot of comments of uh, people saying like, no, that's understandable. That's understandable. I get it. But there were a lot of people that were just really pissed off. And I'm like, do you, people are dying. Right. (laughs) Right. I think we can wait. We can wait a few more months. It's, it's fine. Or however long it takes for people to, you know, be healthy again. I'd rather, I'd rather wait. Yeah. Until next year or next summer or whatever. Well, that's, you know. When I can, you know, safely leave my house and go to a convention, perhaps without wearing a mask. I mean, it's more... But I might. It's more scary that, like, you can't even, like, leave your house without, like, worrying or at this point. Like, it's 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 a little scary. Yeah. I mean, it's still scary. I mean, we were talking about this back in, you know, March, but it's still scary. I think it's scarier now than it was then. It is um, because people are people are just so tired. They're they're being so casual about the whole situation. And the cases are going up like crazy in our area. Like where mm-hmm. where, where you and I live is it's insane. Um, it I is. got an email I'm pretty much so nervous. saying it's going to be at like twenty percent at some point. I'm like that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but in Wisconsin, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, in Wisconsin right now they are at a twenty five percent positivity rate. That's so one out of every four people who get tested for COVID are getting it. And it it makes sense. Yeah. It makes perfect sense because, you know, they've been open. Yeah. Like open, open. Um, I mean, I don't know if they put a stop to that recently. Probably not. But um, yeah, I don't I don't think they did. Shame on you, Wisconsin. Um, Yeah. Sucks. Uh, But you know what else is pretty terrifying? (laughs) Uh, scary movies and the women that we love who are in them and around <laughs> Correct! <laughs> Yay! Take a shot. Oh, wait. I'm drinking. I'm drinking, too. Um, I totally forgot to say what I was drinking. Okay, so Kaylee. Yes. I finally was able to get my hands uh-huh. on that fourth <gasps> flavor pack of White Claw the second that I could not find anywhere. Yes! Yes! White Claw 2.0. Yes. So right now I am drinking a Tangerine White Claw, okay. which is just delicious. Yes. Um, I like the. They also make um, 
I guess even lower calorie ones now. They have like a clementine one and a pineapple one. I love those ones. Um, I haven't tried those. I'm sure I would like them. But the tangerine is good because I don't like orange flavored mm-hmm. things. I don't know why. I think there was like a medicine that I took Probably. when I was a kid that was orange flavored that was really disgusting. And I've been turned off ever since. Like how a lot of people hate bubblegum flavored mm-hmm. things because of amoxicillin. But <laughs> this stuff is delicious. I'm I'm a fan. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, also, that's Cammie, and I'm Kaylee. We never actually introduce ourselves, but I think you figured it out. Oh, they know on, who we are. Based on how we were talking to each other, you should know. But um, They saw us in the little doodle above, <laughs> above the title. Yeah, they did. And <laughs> If this is your first time listening to us, I'm so sorry you got to hear my sad story. <laughs> yeah, don't apologize. It's okay. Hey. They, they, they should know. Well, but you know what? what well, and what's great is that I have you guys, and we get to talk about some of my favorite things, which I yes. felt like for a while I couldn't talk about, so it's really exciting. Um, Spooky monsters woo! and badass women. Mean boys. And mean boys. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's not a favorite thing of yours, but I mean. Being, yeah, no, that's true. Mean boys. It's a constant. It is. In like female-led horror movies. True. It is. That is so. that is true. It is, it is a reoccurring theme in both the movies and my life. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to all the boys that I know. Just a little bit. I'm so, all so right. sorry. All right. So don't apologize to them. <laughs> I'm working on that. They know you're not talking about them. And if they think you are talking about them, then she is. Well, if the shoe fits, right? Gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. So, my dear friend Cammy, what what are we talking about today? Today. Um, I feel like we maybe... Some people t- have told me that we should have talked about this movie before. Okay. But, fuck them. Um, sure. Oh, we right. are talking about uh, The Descent today. Okay. Which is... Uh, the scariest uh, spelunking themed movie I think I've ever seen in my life personally. I usually don't go for a spelunking movie. Like I, the whole concept freaks me out. So this was yes. cave exploration is just something that typically doesn't. Um, it's not my bag, if you will. But this movie kicks all kinds of ass while also being horrifying. Um. And I really like it. I really like it considering it's the type of movie that I rarely reach for. This was my first time watching it. So how did, how did you feel about this movie? Um, I, when I first started it, I like wasn't quite sure. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get into this. Like I was just kind of like, mm, uh-huh. I don't know. But you know, where I'm like, okay, it's, it was 2005. Like you got to put that part aside of you, aside of you, put that <laughs> apart, like set that aside. And just remember that as for what it is. But I I enjoyed it. I didn't think I was going to, but I really did. Oh good. Um I mean, I I, I will go off about jump scares all day. Um I hate them. <laughs> I think they're very cheap. But Ugh. this one this movie does the jump scares really, really well. Yes, and that's why I can't um, be mad because it's like it's it's accurate. Because, like, how else are you going to be scared by creepy Nosferatu-looking cave-dwelly bat creatures? True. They're going to sneak up on you, you know? Um, And then, like, when you're, like, seeing them in the background of all the scenes, um, you just see them, like, kind of, like, crawling. You see, like, the shadow or you see just something moving in the background toward the beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, oof. 
This, this movie scared the shit out of me when I first saw it. Okay. And it, like I said, it's not really a movie that I reach for. Right. Um, very often. I, I, because, I mean, you know me. Right. You know that I'm like, I love like goofy, campy, yeah. colorful, maybe don't take it too seriously. Those are my favorite types of horror movies to watch. So, so like movie, Killer Clowns from so Outer Space. Dismal. Exactly. I bleed killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> like that is that is the vibe. That is that is who I am as a horror fan. Um, but so th- yeah, this movie is an unconventional favorite of mine that I never watch because I I don't like f- the way it makes me feel. I feel scared, claustrophobic, sad. It's 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 a little it's a little dismal for for old Cammy, but it is. An excellent movie. So I have to admit, I'd watched this movie when I was working um, on a oh, day on a day that I had like extra prep period. So like I was like, well, uh-huh. you know, I can do grades and watch this at the same time because it was definitely possible. Yeah. And I, um, mm-hmm. I was watching it upstairs, like in like the cage by myself. So it was already kind of dark and creepy. <laughs> the cage. Yeah. So like it was like in the weight room, like the office in the weight room. Oh, so okay. they call it the cage. Of course. The cage. So, the cage, duh! Come on, you didn't well, know. Kaylee, what cage? <laughs> what are you talking about? The cage. You yourself in a cage. Yeah, you didn't know. It just it made me feel secure. Well, you know, from <laughs> the from, from, from the creatures, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I. It was really what I really enjoyed about this movie, is mm-hmm. the like. Caram- camaraderie. There we go. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. um of like this group of girls, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, we know that one of them is the absolute worst. Yes. And, and that is Juno. Yeah. <laughs> Juno is absolutely that the worst. Juno. And I, it was really nice <laughs> to be able to channel some of my aggression out towards her. <laughs> yeah. She sucks. Um. Yeah. No, that is, I mean, like, the, I mean, pretty much everything that happens is because of her. Yes. Literally. Oh, absolutely. Th- literally, I mean, all the way back to like, Guys, you guys should know there are definitely spoilers. I'm just going to say it now. So if you don't want spoilers, what are you doing? You should just watch the movie or just buck up. It's fine. Um, yeah, you should know better at this point. This movie's you know been we're going to spoil for, stuff. It's it's going to happen. It's been out for... This movie has been out for 15... Exactly. 15, 15 years. years. <laughs> <clears throat> I was trying to I get had it out. To, I had to like retract my math on that. I was I, like, has it really been 15, 15 years <laughs> since 2005? Uh, oh my god, I'm so old. Anyway. So I want to talk about Juno for a second, just because I think she just plays okay. such a pivotal role in this movie. Because she's, mm-hmm. like we've already established, she's kind of the worst. Yes. So, you know, Sarah, Beth, and Juno are, they do like this whitewater rafting kind of thing, or whatever they want to call it. And they get back, mm-hmm. and there's very clearly like a tension between Juno and like Sarah's husband. Yes. Like, it's very clear that there's some kind of history. Like, I literally wrote, I'm like, bold, but clearly there's history with the husband. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think it's supposed to be sort of, we're supposed to know that there's something there. Right. Um, yeah. And um, and then oh, there's a terrible car accident, where which kills, you know, Sarah's husband and her daughter, Jessica. Mm-hmm. And then we jump to a year later, and they're like, oh, hey, we're already, like, back doing adventures. It's fine. Um, <laughs> sorry. Fine. That was very dramatic. I um, <laughs> um, And, I mean, everyone's kind of surprised to see Sarah, but 
Juno pretty much is just like, we all lost something in that car crash. And it's like, wait, what? Because, yeah. and Juno kind of went MIA when the whole thing happened. She wasn't there for Sarah like she should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, Juno's the reason why they end up in this uh, new cave system because she wants to create some, she wants to make a name for herself and they want to be adventurous and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, she just is very much to be like, I'm going to take the lead, but I'm not going to take responsibility. And that really bothered me the whole movie. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And when, and with Beth, oh, that scene, that scene, when it's finally revealed that Juno was having a relationship with Sarah's husband. Mm-hmm. And she tried to kill Beth to prevent yeah. her from telling Sarah. She just lies and kills her way through this entire movie. She's a terrible person. The husband's name is Paul. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Blech. Yeah. What? <laughs> <I'm sorry>. What? <laughs> <laughs> awful, awful name. Um, but so, you know, Beth kind of tells Sarah, like, don't trust her. And there's a necklace. They're like, oh, that's Juno's necklace. And then she finally says, it's from Paul, aka your husband. And it says, love each day, which is a callback from something earlier in the movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I mean, like I said, Juno, like, is like, you know, you, you would say the bat, like, you know, the, the creatures are the bad guys, but no, I would say the antagonist is 100% Juno. It is, yeah, and it's it's fun how that works out. Yeah. Where, like, at the end of the movie, it's really Sarah versus cave creatures and Juno. Right. She really doesn't have anybody on her side anymore. Mm-mm. And it's horrific. It's oh, really yeah. scary. Those monsters are really scary. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I was, I know, I was like, I was like, no, thank you. Mm, no, thank you. There's another movie that we're going to cover later in the season where I was like, no, thank you. And this was like, it was a close second to this one where I'm like, no, I'm good. Thank you. Um, I, I, I really enjoy that this film is like all women cast. Like it's a full woman cast. The only man that's in it is, um, he's killed within like the first like five minutes of the movie. Um, I don't, uh-huh. I don't like that. Just, I don't like extras. I don't like that. Yeah, right. I don't like that he's killed. I'm just saying I like for, for a horror movie to be solely. I do. <laughs> to be solely like women. He's killed. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was cheating yeah. on his no, wife. I know it's fair. With, who, who, exactly. with, with whom he has a daughter with, but whatever. Um, he was not a, not a good dude. No, I just think um, it was creepy. This is definitely, this is not a movie that I'm going to reach for pretty quick. At all. Yeah, nope. Mm-mm. Um, I mean, I'm I'm actually kind of surprised I hadn't seen it. Yeah, it's really good. It's it's definitely a movie that I recommend to people. Um, if I find out that they haven't seen it, I'm like, oh man, you should see The Descent. That movie is insane. Um, but yeah, I'm never gonna be like, hey guys, let's watch The Descent. Right? Nobody's gonna do that. I feel like no. just crazy people. Um, also, just the claustrophobia in this movie mm. is on. Real. Oh yeah. Uh, there are three scary factors in this movie. The three themes are spooky cave guys. Yes. And gals. Um whatever they you know. <laughs> and the claustrophobia that comes with fitting into these teeny tiny little 
cave hallways. Well, that was like caverns, if you well, will. I mean, like that was one of the biggest moments. Like it was when, like when Sarah's going through, and then it starts to close in on them, and then they like race through, like to make sure that everybody gets out on time. Like, whoa, that was so scary. Mm-hmm. And you're just not breathing the entire time when you're watching that scene. It's just. I, I found myself holding my breath the entire time. Oh, me too. Me too. Spooky as hell. So well done. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the entire movie was filmed on a set. Um, was it really? It doesn't, it doesn't look like a set. It looks like a real cave. Uh, no, it and does. Real spooky I, little I'm hallways. I'm actually shocked. <laughs> it's, yeah. Horrific. That is that is the spookiest of hallways. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. Cave hallways the, the, are the scariest hallways. The, t- the um, <laughs> the tequila hit my lips right when I said that, so it sounded a little. That's funny. okay. <laughs> no, it didn't. It, I didn't pick up funny um, on my headphones, so you're good. <clears throat> beautiful. It like came out of my mouth. It came out of my mouth funny. <laughs> that was the problem. I was like, bleh, bleh. Yeah. um. So I, I I'm really excited for, for when we dive into the second part of this episode because I have a lot of thoughts on that. Yay. Me too. Um, but what I have to kind of acknowledge in this film is that it does a really great job of doing like callbacks. Mm-hmm. So it'll like pull us back to a different moment where it's kind of like something will be like hinted at and then it's like revealed later. Yes. So like obviously the biggest thing was like this like affair with like Juno and Paul. Uh-huh. Um, That was kind of a big thing. But it's kind of like, okay, there's a reason like when you like realize why no one's known, like why no one has discovered these yet you know that's when you get that call back mm-hmm. that's another one yeah um it is this movie is terrifying it's so scary it makes me never that i not that i've ever wanted to go splunking or cave diving or any of that <laughs> but this just like reaffirms yes, that for me it is something that i will never do you can't make me this is a zero out of ten for me thanks <laughs> <laughs> great for you i will never spelunk a day in my life i will never spelunk or cave dive in my life have fun don't die if you find these creatures that sucks to suck like that like the cave creatures are like the cherry on top of like yeah oh discovering a cave it's so scary on its own just the idea of doing that is so scary on its own it doesn't need spooky creatures but here we are no, right? <sighs> so, do we want to rate it? <laughs> sure. I yeah, let's do it. Um, I mean, I, I'm I'm so excited to get to like the second half okay. that I just like a lot of my points I want to make like now I are, are more appropriate for the second half. No so. worries. Uh, real quick, I feel as though yeah. I should mention um the there are two endings to this movie. The first yes. ending is the original UK ending. Uh, um, so Neil Neil Marshall also directed Dog Soldiers, which is a werewolf movie about a bunch of soldiers. Uh, <laughs> You're and kidding. There's also dogs. No, um, we talked about it. We talked about it in Ginger Snap. We did, yes, because it's season two, episode yeah, six. Dog Soldiers. We did. D- we did that one over on uh, Spooky Time Presents. And I, while I am not a huge fan of that movie, I didn't love it. Um, it was still a mm-hmm. quality film. Uh, and so it's funny that he went from Dog Soldiers, which is essentially a bunch of men and like one or two women, to a completely flipped mm-hmm. 
um, gender-wise film. Cast. Yeah, cast. And um, I think he did a really good job. Uh, oh, I I was blown away. Yeah. Um, because, and I want, I was going to say, I want to talk about the endings in the second half. Let's do it. Cause that, that's, I, I definitely wanted to talk about it, but I think that's the second half. Okay. So I'm going to ask you, what would you rate this? Um, I'm going to give this one a four. I like okay. four for this one. How about you? I was also thinking a four. That was going to be my number as well. So, I, I mean, I would agree. I would give it a four cool. out of five. Um, I think it is, it's really good. And I just think that I don't necessarily love the cliche, like you're sleeping with my husband yeah. um, element of it. And I mean, and I think if the, I, and I probably would have given it a 4.5 had it been written and directed or written and or directed by uh-huh. a woman. I think, you know, if you're going to be having all these female characters and you're a man, unless you've, you've got a good grasp on the female psyche and all that, I think. You know, I think there were a few spots where it could have been a little bit stronger, but I think as a whole, I would say four, four or four mm-hmm. out of five. Yeah, and um, I think um, I read that Neil Marshall didn't initially intend for this movie to have an all female cast. It was just okay. something that was brought up to him um, that horror movies never have all female casts, and he was like, "Okay, we can sure. do that." And so I, th- I think he he really tried to parallel dog soldiers these these movies i feel like you could watch them back to back and you would kind of see that they were made by the same person um okay so he was like i want he i think he really just wanted to like dive in and sort of see how women would handle a situation like that where you're being attacked by these creepy monsters you don't know what to do women are more likely to talk out how they feel about a situation Right. Um, okay. So I'm I'm proud of him for making these women feel like real people. Um. But at the same time, like as a man, you're never gonna you're never gonna exactly know that experience. <clears throat> right. So I'm sticking with my four, though I am proud. I, of I, him. I, <laughs> my I said I gave it a four too, so yeah. I would definitely agree. Cool. Um. All right. I think on that note, we'll be back after a quick little yep. break. No good, guys. Can we get out of here? Which way? I don't know. Sarah, you just saw someone back So what? I don't think I saw someone. I saw someone. No. You heard something and you saw what you wanted to see. It's the dark. It plays tricks on people. Welcome to part two. Welcome to the second half of the episode. Of episode one of season episode three. Episode one, season three. Season three, episode one of... And we're back Good at it with gore. our discussion. Yes. Which I've, I want to kind of mention, I think what was really fun about this is that you and I both kind of had a different idea for what this movie, for what we could talk about in the second yeah, half. Yeah, you're right. We did. Um, but they were both. So I had mentioned they were same kind of track, uh-huh. you know, but just a little bit, a little bit different. So I had kind of was thinking like PTSD, yeah. um, which is yeah. And you had, I I said um sort of just subconscious, which is 
They go hand in hand. Right. They go hand in hand. <laughs> Essentially Ooh, the same look thing. At us. Wow, we go hand in hand. Amazing. Oh. Uh, I love it. Um but you know, I think I mean they definitely go hand in hand when you when cuz you would put subconscious first and I was like I was thinking PTSD mm-hmm. which you know kind of goes with because I feel like there is a lot of commentary in PTSD. Oh, absolutely. Here. Especially, that was the other callback that I didn't mention before, but every time a situation gets stressful, Mm -hmm. Sarah thinks of her daughter, Jessica, blowing up birthday candles. Every time. So that was like a current, that was like a, not current, that was like a very apparent Mm -hmm. runner throughout the episode. Episode. Oh my gosh. Throughout the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which, because that's very clearly a coping mechanism for her. Um, which is just, I mean, I, I can never imagine. I've always been adamant that, you know, a parent should never have to attend the funeral of, of their course, child. So yeah. that's not how it's supposed to go. Um, uh, I, okay. So you had, before we took the break, you mentioned the ending. Uh-huh. I think that is pivotal to this subconscious and, um, PTSD element yeah. of it. Um, so do you want to dive in and kind of explain the two different yeah. things? Uh, they're remarkably similar to one another. But um, so initially sure. they made this movie um, with the the ending that you, you see. Um, if you're going to watch this movie on, you know, wherever it's, wherever you're seeing it, you're going to see her get out of the cave. She gets out to freedom. She gets away. And then it cuts to her and it turns out that was just a fantasy and she's still in the cave and she's about to get eaten by the spooky monsters. Um, Mm -hmm. The American version doesn't have that final cut to her and it turns out it's just a fantasy. She just gets away at the end. Um, yeah. Like in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. (laughs) She she just gets away. (laughs) Um, they, They wanted like a happier ending for US audiences and and that's what they got but yeah typically if you're going if you're going to be watching this movie you're not going to be getting the american ending you're going to be getting the just sucker punch at the end of this movie where you're like oh she got away oh my god she didn't get away so i actually did get the american ending you got the american ending when i watched it and then i thought about it and i said i don't think this is how it's supposed to end yeah <laughs> what a bummer and i was correct yeah, no, because I was like, wait, wait, because I was like, did she really escape? And then my note said, uh, nope, she's still there. Nope, yeah. this is, this is how it ends. So <laughs> because I was like, version. I looked into it, because I was like, because I was like, at the end, I was like, oh, okay, that's not a bad ending. And then I was like, I don't think it really ends this way. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. And it's just a bummer, because um, like, after all of that, after everything she went through, you'd hope that she would survive, but at the same thing, but at the same time, it's like. I feel like even she throughout this movie is sort of just go- rolling with the punches a little bit and just like, well, yeah, I've got nothing to lose. All right, let's do it. So it's well, fitting. Right? Well, I mean, it's loss is such an interesting thing to go through. Uh-huh. Like, it, I don't I mean, it could be, you know, something as awful as death. It could be a friendship or a relationship or just any kind of loss you go through, a pet, any of it. Yeah. It changes you as a person. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't think there's really a proper, like, time length that you're, like, allowed to grieve. Like, essentially, you got to process it how, how you how you have to. Uh-huh. Um, 
I like for me, it kind of blows my mind that Sarah's like going and doing this with her girls like a year later. Yeah, it feels like you know. I mean, and I mean, and like, and maybe that's really. I mean, it's healthy for her to be with her girls, but like, I think to be going and doing like an adventure thing, which is essentially what her husband and daughter were picking her up from when that like happened. Uh I. And I guess I just think of me and I'm like, I don't know if I'd want to be in a car for like in like within a year. Yeah, really. That would you be, know, like it would take a lot of therapy. Right. And you know, I mean and we the film doesn't give you that benefit of if she had done that mm-hmm. or not. You yeah. know, like it doesn't tell you like there was no hints of that. It was just kind of like the girls were just like, Oh my gosh, Sarah's here and then everybody just like embraces her for that, except for, you know. Stupid face Juno. Stupid face Juno, which is her <laughs> full legal name. I'm calling it now. Yes. Stupid face Juno. Um, but I just I think that ending, like the the the, the actual ending, the real one, not not the American one. Yes. It shows you what like you know. So it's it's a very stressful situation she's in and she's retreating into okay i'm escaping like she's like Mm -hmm. being able to put herself in this bubble of like hey yeah i can get i'm out of here fuck you juno i'm out of here you can sit there and die with the weird like you said nosferatu looking (laughs) yeah people have fun Um, i'm out yeah i'm out you know like and i mean sure like i mean i guess seeing that without like thinking about the actual ending there's something satisfying that like she's the sole survivor you know like that final Mm -hmm. girl yeah but there's something about nobody making it out Mm -hmm. yeah it just i just i (laughs) right and i guess i just it's but it's so that's why the brain is so cool to me. Uh-huh. Like that, like how our brain, like how our how we like retreat into like different escapes when when things get hard. Yeah, and I feel like they're they're making us feel some sort of loss at the end of the movie. They're kind of like, oh well, here you go. Here's this feeling. Here's a, a right. tiny little fragment of what you know we've been sort of perceiving Sarah to having been going through if you will um, right the entire time they're like oh yeah here's this girl that you've been rooting for this entire time oh she survived oh no she didn't fuck you you know and that's how it feels mm-hmm. that's oh. how it feels like whenever you lose someone like that it feels like the universe is just like fuck you you know yeah um oh that's that's, that's the let let me kick you while you're down let's rub some dirt in your, fr- yeah. your fresh wound let's add some salt to it yeah. you know like ugh. yeah it's just a you know, sort so of just... like oh my god why is this happening to me like what who's responsible for this who can i be mad at you know right um and right. we have that in the movie we have someone to be angry at the entire time right she, and i mean juno is and it's and yeah. it's and it is rightfully so because I feel like sometimes in like real life, uh-huh. you're projecting your anger onto the wrong person. Yes. Yeah. Maybe I'm speaking from like a personal place here, but <laughs> I feel like sometimes okay. it's easier. So I feel like sometimes it's easier to project it onto the wrong person. I don't know about you, but have you ever like snapped at somebody who it wasn't their fault? They just happened to be the one that just like pushed you a little too far. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, and it's because you're dealing with your own stuff and, like, nobody really, like, knows how deep it's, like, cut you. Exactly, yeah. That, like, you don't know. Because it's, like, I Sarah was really, 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 really strong. Uh-huh. And even when she found out about what Juno did, 
Yeah. She's still, she held it together. And I was like, I would not be able to do that. Yeah. I would go and, I mean, if if I was in this scenario, not like in a real, real world situation Mm -hmm. in this movie, if I was there, I'd be like, all right, I'm just going to go kill her myself. Here you go. Here you go, crazy. um, Here you go, crazy monsters. You can eat on her while I get out of here. Here. (laughs) We just feed you to the wolves. I got you a present. Mm -hmm. Here's a sacrifice. Oh, yeah, the wolves. (laughs) Oh, that was a good one. It's a good one. Um, But I think... I think PTSD in the subconscious is like a really it goes really hand in hand with the horror genre. Oh my god, yeah. You could really link like, any horror movie to that sort of underlying theme of loss. Yes. Oh, totally. Well, I mean, okay, here we go. Got to bring up Scream here. Okay, yes, got do it. it. But I'm just (laughs) – well, because you're talking about loss. So, like, you have to look at it like – so the movie starts off, like, you know, Sydney lost her mom a year ago. Mm -hmm. Horror movies like to do it, like, a year later. Like, no, this is not enough time for people to process things, but okay. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, spoiler alert, but, like, Billy, what he's doing is is he's doing what he's doing as an act of revenge for Sydney's mom hooking up with his dad. Yep. So he feels like – so, like, Sydney physically lost her mom – and then Billy feels like he lost his dad because of what Sydney's mom, who she represented. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think, and so it's like the loss is what triggered his kind of spree. Yeah, exactly. You know, so just like looking at that. And it, it's just, I don't, when, when I say like with loss, how we're saying it, we're not talking about like, okay, everybody, like it's mental health issues. That's not it. That's not it. Uh-huh. We're not saying like mental health. We're not saying mental health makes perfect for a horror movie. That's not it. No. It's loss can make people do things that they normally wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Like I'm and sitting it, here thinking sounded... of like every movie <laughs> that, that I mm-hmm. can, every horror movie that I can think of. Yeah. It stems, uh, many, many, many of them stem from loss. You get, Some you, kind you of, know, in, um, in zombie. Psycho. Yes, exactly. Psycho, maniac, anything that's really about a serial killer is going to stem typically yeah. from the loss of their mother because it's always a man. Yeah. Um, and it always yeah. has something to do with their mom. Um, I was just thinking. Yeah. Was, Mommy issues. Yes, I was just thinking about um, Reanimator. And, um, okay, yeah. I believe it was, it was uh, Stuart, Stuart Gordon who directed it. I remember seeing an interview with him where he he was thinking about just the the idea for the movie and he was like well you know when you lose someone for a while you would do anything to bring them back yeah even if it's you know <laughs> using this scary glowy green serum to bring them back they're not the same person <laughs> when you bring them back ever you know um, oh my gosh pet cemetery pet cemetery huge yeah uh, any any reanimation movie, all my favorites. zombie movies <laughs> yeah, true. Um, mm-hmm. are, you know, when your loved ones turn against you and they're not your loved yeah. ones anymore, but you just want to hold on to that. And so, the, you know, when you watch a horror movie and you find yourself yes. thinking, like, what are you doing? Like, don't be stupid. Yeah. They're not your mom anymore. They're not your girlfriend anymore. Right. You know, but they're not your baby. But like, if if I was in that situation, I'm. 
I don't know what I would do. I would I would totally believe right. the demon who was suddenly like, I'm all better now. Like an evil dead. Ash's girlfriend is right. like, no, I'm all better now. Please, like, untie me. I'm, I won't do it again. I'm sorry. You I know? love you. It's, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. so heart-wrenching when you really think about it. It's so sad. Yeah. And, and that's what makes... I think that's why, you know, I feel like some people get turned off of horror because they're like, okay, it's just bloody and gory and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, but if you actually watch these movies, uh-huh. it's so much deeper than that. Like, okay, yes, there's movies with, you know, your cheap jump scares and whatever. Yeah. But, like, that feeling of loss is just so critical. It's so like, profound. And yes. Yeah. And that's, I mean, maybe, maybe it's just me, but like sometimes there's a comfort in watching a horror movie when you're going through it. Uh huh. Because also like maybe I don't want to, maybe I don't want to cry anymore. Maybe I want to still feel things and process it through a way without just like being a puddle of tears. Exactly. Yes. So what other movies would you think would go kind of in that subconscious or PTSD kind of situation? Um, I was thinking, um, the Babadook because... Yeah, the yes. mom goes through something incredibly similar, but she doesn't lose her kid. Um, she just sort of loses herself right. after losing her husband, which is yes so easy to do whenever something like that happens to you. I personally have never oh, gone absolutely. through anything like that, and I hope I never have to. Me neither. But Me neither. Yeah, that one, that movie is all subconscious. The entire... Yeah, yes. the whole movie is just a euphemism for loss and depression. So me. <laughs> Kaylee, <laughs> you should put that in your Instagram bio. <laughs> Horror movie euphemism for loss and depression. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. <laughs> and a little bit of anxiety. Just hey, hey, what's wrinkle? Yes. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, The Babadook is a great... Um, it's a great one. I'm I'm actually kind of surprised we haven't done that one. Yeah, we will. Yet. We've talked about it a couple times. Um, I'm I'm sure we will. Oh, I'm, I I mean I know we've mentioned it, but I just I'm surprised we haven't mm-hmm. dove into it yet. But who who's to say we're only exactly. on season three? Um, but, you know I think it it really goes back to this place of mm-hmm. loss. It's not like oh I'm crazy I'm gonna do that. It's like no you you're going through something and you're processing it yeah. very poorly. Um. I didn't, you know, <laughs> when we decided to record this, I didn't realize it was going to uh, fit as close <laughs> Oh, God, do you need a moment? I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, I'm okay. good. I'm good. Right. Woo! Okay. He's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm what? fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Let me just chug my Patron. <laughs> Woo! I'm good. Um, okay, another another movie that I wanted to bring up um, that I, an unconventional one that I thought I would bring up. Blah, 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 is uh, Halloween at the 2018 one. Laurie Strode mm-hmm. is all PTSD in that movie. 100%. That's, it's That's it. That's why her family doesn't talk to her. That's why her entire house is just a bunker just in case Michael Myers comes back to kill her. And that's without... But do we blame exactly, her? But that's without the, any of the sequels. It's a direct sequel to the right. first movie, and she was so fucked up from that night right. that it just killed her. I mean, I I can't say I wouldn't exactly. do the same. It's terrifying. Like, uh, her response is like, it makes sense. Like, I mean, it's just like. It's human. 
I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Per- that is the perfect way to say it. It's human. And that's kind of, you know, to call back to the, you know, to, to the descent. Mm-hmm. Sarah retreating into this happy space of her daughter's yeah. birthday. It's human. It's it's that it's that that quick little ex- escape from the reality that you're stuck facing exactly. at the moment. Yeah. It's those critical moments of kind of peace you can make mm-hmm. for yourself. In the in the in the 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 trauma exactly. I it's forgot all just how to profoundly talk. sad. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, like it's. It's, as much as this movie is scary, you can feel the weight mm-hmm. of the situation. And like, and and if so, if Sarah did make it out, like if if we were if we were running with that like American yeah. ending, all of her friends exactly. are dead. Exactly. Now all of her friends are dead. Her family was dead. Now her friends are dead. Yeah. How do you function? Yeah. So from like there? At, at the end of the movie, you know, when she dies at the end of the movie, or is you know we assume she gets eaten at the end Presumed. of the movie. Yeah. At first, you're like, what the fuck? You know? But then at the same time, you're like, oh, well, uh, you think about it a little more and you're like, well, everybody that she knows is dead. So, um, right. So I guess not, not really... saying that it's not still sad, um, especially after they all oh, just totally, like fought but... so hard to stay alive and they still didn't. But right. Well, and then everybody <laughs> died. The end. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, well, PTSD, everybody. You know, I, yeah, no, PTSD is just this, this, I mean, I think this movie encapsulates it very well in how your subconscious can be a place mm-hmm. of yeah. comfort, it, no matter whatever that looks like. And I think, I think this movie has a really great, ba- like, you know, so The Descent, I think it has a really great balance of the reality of trying to make everything okay when you're not ready mm-hmm. for it to be okay for, um, it, sh- it shows you the levels that people can be. You know, some of these friends are really worried about her. And then there's Gino being like, oh, no, she's back to her old self. Mm-hmm. Woo! You know, and it just kind of shows you that I think, I mean, even just looking at Sarah throughout this movie, seeing that she is like the yes. final one. It just shows you that true strength that is still inside of her, despite everything that's yeah, happened this exactly. far. She just, she's a fighter. Because I think it'd be easy to throw your hands up mm-hmm. and defeat. After finding out that your husband was cheating on you with one of exactly, your friends. Exactly, yes. And be like, fuck mm-hmm. it, I'm done. Yeah. But that's not what happened. She's like, all right, we're going to get out of this place. And then yeah. they didn't. Uh, this is definitely, this is, this is definitely this is a heavy episode, episode for I, an opener. It is, but, but you know what? I, it, it's, 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 it's fitting. It's cathartic. <laughs> I, yeah, you know, it really is like... <laughs> Guys, I'm, I'm, I promise you, I'm Kaylee's actually fine. fine. Kaylee is going to be fine. <laughs> I am fine. I'm actually, I'm doing a lot better than I thought I was going to be. So Yes, you um, are. That's and I'm proud of you. Our listeners are proud of you, Thank too. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, if you guys want to tell me, you guys can find me. <laughs> Ooh, nice segue. Beautiful. <laughs> if you guys want to tell me, do my socials. You can find me across the board at your girl KJen on all media platforms. Um... We've got a cool, not our own social media yet because we were on season three oh and we still God, haven't done we it. <laughs> I think that was my job. Sorry, guys. I dropped no. the ball. It's okay. That's my fault. It's okay. But essentially, you can find us on pretty much any social media platform as well at Spooky Time Network or Spooky mm-hmm. Time Net. Yes, you can. Can you? 
where can I, our lovely listeners find uh, you? You can find, find me you. on both Twitter and Instagram at Magic Ghost Baby. And that is about it. Okay. Um, and then I have a little thing I'm throwing at you that you didn't know we were doing this mm-hmm. season. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's going to be really fun to kind of end each episode as well with a recommendation <gasps> for something just anything else unrelated to what we talked about today, but just any kind of like recommendation for like what you've been like vibing with. I love it. Yes. Because you're good about that. Mine's actually a book Ah, this week, but what is it? Um, so mine is actually, it's a, it's a, it's a poetry book and it's called, I am not your Uh final girl by Claire Holland. It's six bucks paperback on Amazon. Um, it is really cool. All of her poems are written about and around like the oh, horror genre. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Cool. Yeah, no, it's super rad. I just re I like reread it recently. Um so if you're kind of looking for something horror genre without being like a movie or something just kind of a quick read, I would really recommend that. That is my kind of pick of the week. Beautiful. Love it. What about you over there, my friend, who was not didn't have a chance <laughs> this to This is prepare? a very good question, Kaylee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, boy. You know what I've been really into lately? Um, it's not a what? guilty pleasure. I, it's just a pleasure. If you know me, you know that Perfect. I love Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie's new song yes. is so good. <laughs> um, I love yeah, it. I, 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 it's been on repeat in my head. It's been on repeat on my phone. It, it's li- literally everywhere. Oh. The Triumph of King Freak. <laughs> um, stream it. Listen. If you like Rob Zombie, you'll love this song, I promise. Yes. Perfect. Well, on that note, you guys will have to join us next week and see what we're talking about next <sighs> week. Yeah. Keep it funky. Oh, not depressing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Those are the same thing. Those it's were perfect. Like our personalities just <laughs> hopped out. <laughs> keep oh, it funky. Yes. <laughs> keep it not depressing. <laughs> Fuck <Depressing>. yeah. <laughs> our goals. Our goals. Okay. We will love it. See you Love guys you guys. We'll see week. you next week. Bye. Bye.